thirsty and 30. I was like, let's get married and let's continue to date. And even to this day, we're dating. So and in my mind, I'm like, I'm still learning about her and she's still learning about me. I'm thinking cool. He was already on his knees. And then he took out a, a, a box and then he opened it and it was a ring. And it was like, oh my God. And it's like I have a few questions. Should or if they don't, they will know is that once you start getting very physical, you know, you start having sex with somebody, it can blur the lines a little bit on what that connection yeah. is. Thirsty and 30. Hello to our Thirsty listeners. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Shari, one half of the Thirsty and 30 duo, a blind leading the blind chat show on Smarter Love. Bea and I are back on another season, thirstier than ever, to get to the bottom of dating, relationship, and love problems that continue to happen to the best of us. To keep up to date with Season 2, visit us on our website, thirstyandthirty.club, so you don't miss any of our episodes. So, have you been on an amazing first date? How about a first date proposal? We have this amazing story of Marvin and Annika Pantanko. They met virtually, Marvin was in the US and Annika was here in Manila. They dated for two months long distance until they finally met in person and had that incredible first date. Listen in as we talk about connection, amazing conversation, and committing when you know. This episode is for all you hopeless romantics who believe in happily ever after. Here is Marvin and Annika. Thirsty and 30. So, <laughs> how did you both meet? Um, yeah. Okay, it was through a dating app. Called, it was called OKC, OKCupid. So that was it. A friend of mine kind of, because um, in the Philippines, I don't know. I don't think it's a, uh, because usually you download either, what was that? Tinder, Bumble. Or Bumble. Yeah. yeah, so it was a friend of mine who said, maybe you should try because I wasn't successful in those, you know, you get a lot of creeps on those. Yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a friend of mine was like, why don't you try OKC? And I didn't even know what it was. And he was the one who downloaded it on my phone and then helped me out, helped um, set it up for me. And then that's where I found, or well, we connected. <laughs> and I was on the app because, to tell you the truth, so I live in San Diego and uh, on that app you can say where you're where you're um, located yeah because a lot of these apps are geolocated mm-hmm. and i haven't had much luck with any of the other apps and i haven't had many luck with how should i say um looking for a filipino not a filipino american but a filipino so that's what i tried but he he's filipino huh? he just yeah. grew up here <laughs> So, so, so you're not you're, you're not friendly with Filipinos, but you prefer dating <laughs> Filipinos, but not Filipino Americans. Well, if you fast forward to our story, I lived in the mm. Philippines for over uh, I don't know almost a year. Yeah, and okay. I was really excited about living in the Philippines, and mm. and when I discovered a few things that kind of rubs me the wrong way. So I make mm-hmm. those general uh, generalization. Obviously, I'm married to one and I have a lot of friends yeah, yeah. that are Filipino. So it's just a uh, kind of something that I discovered that that I'm not too particular. We could probably have to do another show about that. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> it's a whole uh, other topic. Uh, yeah, but the, the 
the reality is, is yes, I'm in love with uh, Annika. And yeah, I have a lot of relatives. Yes, it's my culture, it's my background. But uh, for the most part, um, my intent before was let's get on this app and let's see if I can meet somebody. But uh, obviously, the distance um, was going to be an issue. But the reality is, is that I had a trip planned for the Philippines. So it's not like I was going to match with someone on these apps and then never uh, move forward. My intention was, well, let's see what's out there. Maybe if we meet, if there was some sort of connection, then uh, in the, I think it was time, not, I didn't time it like intentionally, but I just went on the apps about two months prior to my uh, pre uh, arranged trip, trip yeah. to the mm. Philippines. Yeah. Uh, our plan was going to the Philippines to visit Boracay, the beach. And that's mm -hmm. what was our intent. And yeah, I was single. And so I was like, uh, go know, for it. Why not? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's not much effort, I would say. Yeah. So that's kind of mm -hmm. how we matched. Yeah. So it, yeah. <laughs> or your friend that told you swept swipe for you, which does happen on that. Oh, your friend did it? Or did you actually <laughs> no, I mean, Actually, I woke up to a message from you. Remember, I woke up and then I saw yeah. that there was a message from him. And yeah. then the timestamp was 2 a.m. Philippine time. Mm, so okay. my message was like, oh, I could see that you were up late last night. And then that's when he replied like, um, actually, it was my morning. Then let me explain why. What was it initially like to communicate virtually? Like, I think, you know, you're talking about time zones and um, the messages you get when someone wakes up and then someone's asleep. Um, what was it like? We actually have a, we coined the term, we, we say good weirdo to each other because... We couldn't say good morning or good night because it was it, when it was morning my time, it would be nighttime his time. So we just said good weirdo. So that's the thing that we do. It's actually written in his wedding band too. Like he had it engraved it inside. Yeah. Like good weirdo. <laughs> yeah, good weirdo. And and it's I guess weird is the common theme that we both adopted because how we met, how everything happened, we understand it wasn't conventional. So weird was the term, and we, we just kind of embraced like the distance, um, the fact that that uh, yeah, it is going to be a challenge, but it's not a challenge that we pondered over. Um, we just let things happen naturally, and I think mm -hmm. that one of the key features of our relationship was that we didn't get ahead of ourselves. Yes, we talked about what could be possible if, what are the obstacles if things do progress. Yeah. But uh, as we'll get through this uh, show, you, you'll start yeah. to understand a little bit more. Because one of the worries was really the distance. Mm -hmm. I mean, early on, I was like, you're so far away. <laughs> How did you get past that fear about the distance? Because I'm going to be honest with you, I am sort of seeing somebody from your side of the world do, and the time difference is kind of intense. And in my head, the distance is huge. So how did you kind of not overthink that aspect of it? You know what? Um, we talked a lot, like a lot, a lot. I don't know. We're older, right? I don't know how old you guys are, but we 31. were... We 31. were 31. Oh, well, I'm in my... 40, we're both in our 40s. 
So, she was 39 when I met her and I was 44. Yeah. Okay. So we were, when we were younger, I remember, I remember those times that uso pa yung landline. So telebaba. Uh-huh. So yeah. that's what we turned up doing. We were like on the phone for hours every day. And it wasn't even a chore. It was just natural for the both of us, I guess. Because of that, it didn't feel like malayo, yung mm, yeah. distance. Like, Mm-mm. it literally, he would tell me like, oh, I, parang nandiyan lang siya. Like, uh, I'm, I'm with a friend, I'm eating. It. Or I'd uh, update him like, mga sim- simple stuff lang. Mm-mm. So, I guess that, I don't know. It just was very natural. We, it, it was just easy. Everything was mm. easy with us. Well, the difference between, I think, uh, us and some other people, well, I'll speak for myself. Uh, I'm a, an efficient, and I do understand the obvious. And so the obvious is, is that, yes, we, are, are, we have a distance and literally a long-distance relationship. And so there is that stigma that long-distance relationships are difficult. But that's a very broad statement because some people are together and then they become long distance and some people do it the other way around it's like how can you establish a connection online so i'm a very deep uh, person and i can agree with that but i didn't get ahead of myself and i have been communicating with people before uh, via uh, messaging apps or dating apps and then when, when you're messaging with someone for the most part you can get a feel if things are moving forward or not and uh, there are some methods to how do you continue conversations so that doesn't go dry? And mm. uh, I just think the maturity level, uh, not setting such high expectations, and just letting things happen naturally. If it's long distance or short distance, it really doesn't matter because you know we're using phones and smartphones. You can communicate yeah. pretty easily. And so I could have been one kilometer away. I could have been in Manila, mm. or I could have been on the other side of the world. Uh, the connection that we had uh, via uh, you know, the phone and through messaging uh, was very pure. And to be honest, and this is kind of a, what they call blessing in disguise, when you have an obstacle such as uh, distance, uh, yeah. it can be a positive because if we were in Manila uh, together, we could, if both of us wanted to, we could see each other the next day or right yeah. then if we'd be but the distance actually forced us to get to know each other that's the quote that everyone is trying to figure out yeah get to know each other and uh, the physical stuff which everyone obviously it's obvious if you're, you can touch them uh, you can be with them physically it would have gotten away of the emotional connection that we established thirsty and 30. Hi, just a tiny interruption here. We'd love for you to be part of our second season. Do you want to be a caller on the show? Or do you just need solid advice from us, your virtual besties? Don't be shy. Send us your love problems or episode ideas on our website, thirstyand30.club. Also, please follow us on our Instagram, thirstyand30, so you do not miss any of our future episodes. You know, we also do a live episode on our YouTube channel every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Do subscribe and join us there. We'd love to have you. Thank you, and let's get back to the conversation. Thirsty and 30. 
and uh, you know and people should or if they don't they will know is that once you start getting very physical you know you start having sex with somebody it can blur the lines a little bit on what that connection yeah. is is it true based on your experience that men see it differently after and then women women get more attached and men get more detached well okay that's again this is a broad generalization mm. um i think a lot of things are timing um, okay and what people's intentions are so i'm going to stereotype and go a lot of men have like a 12 year old boy mentality which is <laughs> they undress people with their eyes and the goal is to have that climax with them physically mm. and to yeah. quote that's their notch on the headboard type of thing mm. um, maybe it was the chase that they're going after and then they are like all right a mission accomplished move on to, to the, the next, next thing yeah. and then women have a different goal which is possibly um you know that connection and obviously they get disappointed if things change and they feel let's say they feel used or taken advantage of because of things so i don't think it is a it is right to say because i think men are different and women are are different and it's the maturity levels are different so when the event happens when they have sex with each other uh, different goals are met and not met and it's not oh. like it's bad for men to do that on the surface it looks like they have they're doing it because they're all they want is the to page. satisfy mm -hmm. an urge yeah and I'm seeing women because they are, I don't know if it's empowerment or feminism, but they yeah. are trying to be less attached because they don't want to be so disappointed. So they're treating casual sex as, you know, a challenge back. So I've seen it so many different ways. So mm -hmm. in general, I think that people need to grow and figure out what their intentions yeah. are and if they line up well like Annika's in mind I think mm -hmm. you can have a beautiful story I do love your story I have to say like I was uh I just reread it before jumping into this interview and I was my favorite part is where you wrote that it's like let's get married and then continue dating after I just think that yes. is so beautiful um, and if my dad was... my dad's such a fan of this like when you know you know like why do you guys keep wasting time yes and but I that's just, a big question yeah. in this when when do you <laughs> know I'll explain kind of yeah. the, the difference behind that so I'm a dentist and I was really excited have my own uh, practice a solo practitioner i was really excited to hire this marketing consultant or marketing company and to make a long story short it was this person's company but his wife was a pretty much a dating coach she was an author and she was based out of taiwan my consultant would say oh you need to go see this guy's wife because mm. you know i'm single so i go to the seminar it was a two-hour seminar that i had to pay for i hated the seminar it was a <laughs> it just wasn't for me but one concept that they talked about or which what she really believes in is if you find someone that you like and that they're the ones don't set the goal to date and decide if if you're going to marry them and then once you decide that you're going to marry them to just stop trying and i'm i was like are you talking about arranged marriages like the indians yeah. or whatnot 
And then they're like, no, once you decide that you find out the, the person and realize that it's going to take a lot of input and energy from both of you to have it continue. And that really resonated with me because I had a failed marriage before and that's kind of with me. But I think that that's what's happened with a lot of people. And as my awareness heightened, I started looking at couples, okay, if they were boyfriend, girlfriend, if they were married, whatnot, all ages. And I tried to establish, do they have that connection or did they lose it? And so the whole thing that married and dating for their life is something that I held close to my heart. And I go, I need to believe it. I need to share it. And I shared it with Annika. And that was the impetus for you know, hurry, not hurry up. I don't want to say that I was rushing, but I was like, let's get married and let's continue to date. And even to this day, we're dating. That is really beautiful. Like I've never heard anyone put it that way. And it just changes the whole idea of wanting to get married or meeting someone. It doesn't feel like, you know, you're just trying to hit a milestone or an achievement or like your family's telling Oops. you have to be married. Hello. <laughs> so cute. Hi, what's your name? Hey, look at your Hey, Marco. Oh, he is. <laughs> he loves straps he and likes cords. Yang cords so. Oh, oh so you're, so you're cute. You're super cute. <laughs> Let's go to our question number three. I, it's a bit of a cheesy question. I know you guys did start dating virtually, correct? So when did you really start feeling like you were falling for each other? Did it come like soon after, like the first few messages, the first phone call, the first video call? What was it? Well, it's actually, for me, it's not like one single moment that made me realize. It's compounded there because mm -hmm. the way we would talk, the conversations we had, they were more like, this This is different. This is um, enriching. Um the way he thinks, how it matched the way I think. Um, it was, like I said, it was just, for me, it was like, this is so easy. Sometimes I'm like trying to wait for the plot twist. Because <laughs> yeah. this is too easy. What, what is happening? But voila. I guess the plot <laughs> twist was... Um, he surprised me. The first. Yeah. That was thrilling. I <laughs> that must was say. a process to me. I was like, what? Because I know the the Filipino in me was like, wait, and then I'm believe. Oh good, I got when did when did I know? Or when mm -hmm. did um, you know I figure out well a little bit of the background story. Um my divorce papers were filed in December and I was telling all my closest friends and I've established some really close friends um, going through a lot of um, despair, you know, um, breakups or divorces can really take things out of, of people. So it can get you kind of bitter toward the opposite sex or bitter toward the idea of commitment. So I was telling my friends, you know, I'm not going to get married again. There's no reason to because I'm happy. So when I was dating, you know, I wasn't dating with the intention to marry anybody. I wasn't dating with the intention to have more children. 
um, it was just being present in the moment and just living. Okay, so that was my my goal was to just live in the present and not necessarily um, find anyone to marry or have kids. Mm-hmm. When we met, uh, um, she, I was very open and blunt. Like I told her, yes, I'm I live in the states and I'm looking to date or find a Filipino. Um, yes, there are some Filipinos here in the states, but you know, I there I was bitter toward a lot of. Filipino American or or Asians here in the in the states, so that's why I was venturing out to uh, the homeland, so to speak. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of how we started, and then once we started connecting, so I looked at her profile, and she has a very good eye for you know she has very good pictures, and I was like something. I'm I'm an energy person, so something uh, drew me. To her, obviously physically, but she was very honest in her profile. And one of my key characteristics that I'm looking forward to when I am, am looking on a profile or looking to swipe on somebody is: have they made? How far along are they on their journey? Okay, I am very uh, aware of: is this person? Have they been through a lot? And I think for some, most people, when you're on a journey, you have to go down and then you have to come up. And then when you come up, you, you kind of see things differently. And I could tell that whoever that I was dating or was pursuing needed to have that already. And I noticed with Annika, either in her profile or when I talked to her, or that she had that. So that checked off some of my criteria when it came to um, dating or meeting somebody. Because I wasn't going to wait for that person because I was older. I didn't want to have that, um, that you know, I was, I'm not, I'm not going to say I was impatient. Yeah. I'm just going to say that I was ready. And so when I started talking to like her, I could knew. tell that you basically she, knew. she knew she was very, um, she got past that big hurdle just because of the mm. characteristics. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to, let's, let's see how natural uh, this occurs within like three days. So my best friend who I told all of that stuff to, I go, this one is different. She understands what I'm saying. And I think that's a big one because I am deep and I am challenging. It's probably (laughs) a little quirks, quirky, and I understand it and I I embrace who I am. But the fact that not only can she, quote, handle it, she actually thinks it's cute. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's... Like, wow, that means I can be myself around you. I don't have to preemptively do anything or try to please you or try to be somebody who I think you're going to like. So personal growth and knowing who you are and understanding, I mean, everything just matched well with us. And so when I told my friend, I go, this one is different. And I, I literally, it was like a Friday night. I think we, we matched on a Tuesday or Tuesday. Wednesday. I told my friend and he could attest to this day. Because he's actually the guy that married us yeah. last week. <laughs> um, married you, your friend? Yeah, yeah. my friend married us. And he, 
and I told him. I was Congratulations, like, by the way, on the wedding. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I, I told him I could marry this person and I could have a child with her because I knew that she wasn't, she's never been married and she's never had, uh, uh, had a child before. And so mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. I had this feeling inside me. And I was like, and not to have a child for her. And that's another thing. I don't do things for other people. I could have another child because I wanted another child. And of course, as you can see, we had one. Annika, I do have a question. Marvin seems like a very serious man. Did you find oh, it yeah. somehow <laughs> challenging to get in there? Find like a little soft spot or something? No, actually. He was very um, vulnerable when we would talk. Wow. He was just very um, comfortable to show me um, him. He didn't hide anything. Um, and I could see his seriousness was something I actually embraced because coming out of um, so many, well, not so many, but a few um, dates that I had before I met him, which mm -hmm. I found was like very mababaw. <laughs> it was refreshing to, to be able to talk to someone and talk about things that matter, really. Because dating around, I would say, because at my age... Um, and I, tr I tried dating again because I came off um, from a four-year relationship. And then that's when I started dating. And then I was new to the dating apps and all of those things. And then I discovered that the people or the guys who were out and available to, to date were younger. Mm -hmm. um, and Iba um, intentions. Yeah. Yes. So, among intentions <laughs> and well, for a while it was fun. Um, and ito yung uso pa yung poblacion days. So, mm. so you'd go around, you'd meet people, and it, it was fun for a while. But uh, like I said, it was very mababaw. It it satisfied yeah. a certain curiosity, but then after a while, when you go home, it's like. Oh, and then. Yeah, <laughs> my babble gets exhausting really fast. Yeah, it's like, oh, and then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> From the very beginning, I was like, and this is a very cute story part of it, is it's like I was being very honest with her because I was like, what are you doing and stuff like that. And so mm -hmm. she was being, she was like, okay, what do you do? And I go, and I don't lie. I told you, but like, I, I'm a dentist. And the first thing she did, like, this is through messaging, she goes, oh, by the way, I have this overbite. <laughs> <laughs> because my overbite is like um, an insecurity of mine. Oh, Since oh. Before, yeah. <laughs> because her brother would always make yeah, fun of her. Me. So she would exactly. be like, well, let me um, be honest with you. I have, I have an overbite. <laughs> <laughs> and she thought that that was going to be a deal breaker. So wow. you know, stuff like that. Is know. that a deal breaker for a dentist? Like, Actually, if they bad, don't like, have if somebody... Bad, now that I know yeah. him, it's one of the first things he notices about people, their smile. Oh, oh. I, I am yeah. I am a because that's technical what he, yeah, that's what he does. perfectionist mm -hmm. uh, dentist. Yeah. But <laughs> so, in fairness, 
sa smile ko kahit may overbite. Yeah. Pasado. Yes. Pasado. She has a very beautiful smile. Yes. yes. It's big and very warm. It's very genuine. It's symmetrical. I mean, I love it. It's symmetrical. It's very technical. I mean, <laughs> you know, but like, yes. Smile is so symmetrical. Not all dentists are the same. They all look at different things. But yeah, yeah I'll be honest. Yeah. I do look at people's smiles all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about it all the time with people that I like see. Random so it is, like, you know. Look at her smile. I am a dentist <laughs> through and through. I can but, tell those are fake. <laughs> yeah, I know those are fake or I know that they have a problem. You talked a little bit about brutal honesty and being just, you know, just letting it all out, especially even vulnerability, which a lot of people don't want to break that image of that, you know, that nice picture in their head. And what was the hardest part of dating virtually? It's not actually it's more of like a new it wasn't hard. Uh I think you mentioned it earlier. It actually was a blessing in disguise. Because mm-hmm. we were forced to talk. Yeah, we went to some really serious issues. Yeah, conversations. It wasn't like let's say he'd go out gimmick and then mm-hmm. I'd be back in the Philippines wondering what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't even feel that way at all. I was more like that pang with my past relationship na, na sa Philippines siya. Then yeah. he's out. Well, mm-hmm. Why hasn't he called? Why hasn't he messaged? With him, no. Right now, he was in the other side of the world. <laughs> well, I guess I guess it comes down to, again, the past experience gives you uh, information about who you are, not just mm-hmm. who other people are. And I think it was just a level of trust. And, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like I was going around going, oh, I, I can't talk to that girl because I've, we've already established by that point that we're exclusive. Uh, we oh, didn't have a few conversation. To me, uh, he was really like, um, what would you call this? What do the kids call it? Did they uh, exclusive? Oh, oh, yeah. What made you want to DTR so quickly? He was like, Really DTR that all. <laughs> it was early I, in, right? Yeah. Like three days, three day conversation, something wow. like that. He, he kind of like told me that, uh, oh, by the way, I deleted all my dating apps. Huh? Yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's not because I was, and, and that's the thing. My intention wasn't to get her to like me more by my actions that I share with her. Okay. Mm. It was just, I didn't feel it. By the way, matter of factly, I'm not doing that. And I told some of these girls that I was talking to, um, just by the way, um, I met somebody. Not to reject them, but to tell them so that they don't know that I'm not ghosting them. I, I went through, I've gone through the ghosting and uh, the, the guys who do not want to divide the relationship. So, it didn't freak you. It didn't freak you out, Annika, the first, like, again, like was, right away. You're actually, like, I was. Because okay. I, I was uh, living with a roommate back then. Um, one yeah. of my good friends, um, Lyle. And I was talking to him about it. I was like, it's too good to be true. So even Lyle was like, huh? At first, it was like so weird. Nice, but weird and kind of nervous because... This is too good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, people were would 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 say that Sana, I meet a guy who's like this, Sana like that, and then here is this guy who seems to be that way, and I was like, 
maybe instead of running away from it, see what it is. If it's real or not. Because otherwise, how would you know? Wait in the so, light that run away from it. Ina nga eh. It's meant Actually, to be. Actually, no. it was a... Uh, I guess it was a risk then at that mm. time. Because if, prior to him, I'd be like, um, ay nako, this is like... Hope. And I was like uh, thinking na nga na, magpo-40 na ako, oh my God. Magiging ano na lang ako. Independent woman. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, Bea and I, the past few weeks, our topic has been egg freezing. Because, you know, when we turn 30, yeah, the, the pressure has been on for the both of us. Like, people are always asking, yeah. did you ever have, how did you go about yeah, that fear? That, that was also one of our, one of the things we talked about, which was like, in my head, I was like, wow, really on, you were talking about that. Because <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. I'm old na. I don't even yeah. know if I'm, I'm ever gonna get pregnant or even if I do, it might be risky because I'm yes. older. Yeah. <laughs> and the pressure from family, you're right. The, every time you see your titas or whatever, mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, when are you giving your mommy an apo? Your mommy yeah. is it, And then even if you don't like them saying that or in your head you're like I'm a complete person I don't need that kid but of yeah. course you're also thinking mm, but I want a kid <laughs> you do uh, like I think like for example my dad and my mom they're so hands-on or like at least very conscious about my love life and you know they want to analyze my tinder profile if i'm on a date they're like right after the date they're like know, oh. it's like you know it's overwhelming and then you know them analyzing your tinder profile and checking it and being like maybe there's something wrong with your profile it's like wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute i should forget I, yeah yeah so it's a lot of pressure but i think um you have to learn how to zone that out and i'm curious for the two of you because you had such a great connection like a really deep connection did you have at any stage of the virtual dating did you have any doubt doubts about your connection or your relationship and how did you overcome that um i guess my the doubt that i had was like i mentioned nga na parang too good to be too at that <laughs> that was my doubt yeah. but then um we started talking about like that yung fear of or me wanting a kid mm. oh one of my um the things i brought up with him because i was like oh he has kids already he yeah. might not want kids anymore yeah yeah so that was the one of the things we talked about also yeah um i don't know if you want a kid because if you don't want a kid maybe this is not worth exploring because I think I might want a kid even if in my head like I could maybe not have a kid too yeah everyone yeah. um, yes. because at one at a certain age you also try to convince yourself or negotiating with your own ano, eh? yeah. your own wants in life. Exactly. Like, exactly. I don't want to get married. The money for you down inside. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Like, we talk about sharing. We all <laughs> do want to get married. <laughs> but then he opened it up also. Like um, I opened up yeah, a lot of things. He opened it up. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I have an ability to figure out what people are 
concerned about or what what makes people anxious mm -hmm, and yeah. so i i am one of those well let's just talk about the elephant in the room before it gets to that mm -hmm. point and certain mm -hmm. so, certain things i guess i'm pretty spiritual so i'm like mm -hmm. um i think we need to go to whatever this topic and sometimes it wasn't my intention to like annika is very intelligent she, she actually to a to a fault sometimes she will overanalyze things so i yeah. would say certain stuff like like do you believe in soulmates and we would have this conversation and she uh, and i would send her articles as like this is what so because for me i'm curious on what soulmates are because i don't i wasn't intentionally going out there looking for soulmates <laughs> okay and some people will say you have multiple soulmates in your life you could have a guy or a girl or a friend as a soulmate, and all of this stuff and i just kind of bring it out there because i i want to talk about that with her in her mind she's like wow this guy's going very deep is he trying to say i'm his soulmate and that we're going to be forever <laughs> and he, you know and i'm just oblivious to it because all i care about is just talking yeah, the topic talking yeah about the topic yeah. Actually, in my head, I'm like, soulmate talaga? And then I was like, And it's so unusual for for a guy to bring up that topic, right? Yeah. Soulmate. Yeah, because it could uh, scare somebody. Yeah. It, it could be things. Yeah. The other, the other uh, faux pas that I had was that um, one of my friends, and I have some really close friends, he was like, oh, your personality is like, you should not have sex with someone right away. Okay? And you need to have 21 dates, not 21 days, 21 dates with someone before you had sex. And I was wow. like, wow, that's so difficult. <laughs> you know? And I tried it with some previous relationships and it, it wouldn't get that far. But then the whole idea is the concept is, is that you need to get to know somebody first because it can just, like I said earlier, blur the lines because it's right. like, do I like this person because we had great sex or do I like this person because of the connection that we made? Because you don't know, at least from your point of view or the other person's, if it's the same because yeah. you're still trying to figure things out. Well, right. I brought wow. that concept up with Annika and she <laughs> thought it was something like, are you bad in bed? <laughs> oh, 21 dates. I love that. Where do you pick up these theories? I have to say. Oh, I told you. I go lots of places with, I have very close friends that have been through a lot. You know, I, I think it's just, it. Um, my relationships with, with people are, are very strong. We go mm -hmm. places where, okay, I talk about, I guess you guys are using the word vulnerability a lot. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I guess I revel in the idea that being vulnerable tells you who you are and, yeah. and it gets you to think uh, critically and to, you know, challenge what we feel is happening or what society is like, and then mm -hmm. to define your stance and your stance could be, I don't know at this point and you're still trying to figure it out and i think societies and i'm going to pick on filipinos <laughs> it's that control of what other people think of them okay? yeah there's so much and of there's a just way image. too many people out mm -hmm. there and then it comes down to you're mm -hmm. trying to picture what 
society, not just individual people, society. And it's so exhausting. And right. I guess yeah. Filipinos make fun of Americans uh, because we may be more blunt and we tell it like it is, okay? But I think we get to more uh, places or we discover more things quicker because we are given permission or giving permission to ourselves. Does that make sense? So that is one of those key differences between, because I, uh, I was born and raised here in, in the States, so I do consider myself, you know, American. Yeah, yes, American, well, my yeah. parents are Filipino and stuff like that. But again, I'm not a... Like your value different. Yeah, but I also don't want to, like, categorize or pigeonhole people. You know, yeah. just because you're Filipino, you only do this. And I think that's yeah. one of the problems that we have as society is, is that, oh, you're older because so you are this or you're a man because you're this you know trying mm -hmm. to fast yeah. forward to what i think they who they think they are as opposed to getting to know them as a person okay because i think there's a lot of people like me out there okay but to say that oh it's because i'm filipino american or it's because of this no i want people to go deep inside me and figure out who i am and the best way to let people know who i am is to let people in i guess that's the common theme okay. in my yeah. in my life and that's kind of what helped uh, mm. us because if she wasn't drawn to something that i said i wasn't going to be like oh i shouldn't have said that because that's a very quick reaction that people could have it was like oh i made a mistake and i was yeah. like no i value who i am i have a lot of self-worth if she doesn't like that then i'm not saying that's her problem but it's just i respect that she doesn't like that and that's mm. it and it's mm. like nipping in the bud type of thinking and I think that that right. is, we're going in the opposite direction. And yeah. uh, that's why I think it's advantageous for people to get to the point where yeah, they I know who they we are. We were also at that life stage. Now, mm. you just want to know if you're on the same page. You're right. ready. Because oh, otherwise, you just don't want to waste time. Wasting time. Yeah. Is this. And that means you value your own time. Yeah. And I guess because yeah. I, I value my time so much that I'm not going to beat around the bush and hold things back just so that someone would like me. I think speaking of, of, speaking yeah. of that, speaking of time, though, I know that you guys were dating virtually for, if correct me, around four months, correct? Before you guys met in person no, for the first two time? Months, two I months before. Okay, two months. Um, end of, like, beginning of March, and then my planned trip was April, April 20th. Yeah. And we got engaged on the twenty first. Yeah, on technically uh, so yeah. first. Let's meet. let's go to that. <laughs> let's let's take us through the first time you met, because to me yeah. it is thrilling. Yeah, okay, so how did it feel? Meeting. Was it like the as a, like a dramatic run running to each other moment? It wasn't dramatic. It was kind of funny because his best friend was there filming it. Yeah, <laughs> kind of paparazzi style. It was like, uh -huh. oh my god, it was so awkward. It is. It was awkward because we were coming in. I well, me and my friends, we were coming in together on an airplane, and my best friend was the only one that knew what was going to happen on that trip. Okay, we were all planned, and even Annika went on a limb and and already not only planned to take some days off, uh, but she also planned to go on and stay with us on the Barakai trip. I mean, it was pretty serious and, and very scary for her being a Filipino and a self-proclaimed yeah. stress head. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah. So when we first met, we were also like 
are we going to go on a date? What are you going to wear? What do I go wear? I mean, she's so cute. She, well, she was like, oh, by the way, I'm short. <laughs> <laughs> short and overbite. Perfect. It was prior to him flying to the Philippines. He did formally ask me on a date. He's like, oh, by the way, I just realized you've never been on a date. Like how many people are exclusive and never been on a date? <laughs> well, I know. And then he's like, and then he goes on saying, "What are you doing on the twenty first or that? Yes. What are you doing on the twenty first? Or like, uh, yes, the day uh, after. Yeah. Can You're I take right. you out on a date? And I go, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, Actually, I feel like that is such an important thing these days because people, the actual first date, and I think people would under would appreciate it if they had like a set first date. And I think that's important after the fact, because you know, usually you're closer together because it's more important after the fact, but to set these as a date, that, that actual act of asking someone on a date, it's not done as much. It's more of like, Hey, let's go meet at you know because you don't want to use that term because that's too yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. so i decided let's have that first date at least so we can like mark the in the Our beginning yeah, yeah. And we, right because we feel I that. love that oh my god I'm so, 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 so take us to the first date Right, so like we met on the 20th 20th of 20th. saturday we arrived at like 4 a.m yes so we met um black saturday was it the day before <laughs> saturday. yeah <laughs> black saturday so my friend was videotaping we met at the lobby of uh, the lounge of shamfort shangri Lounge before yeah shamfort and then um the day after which was easter okay <laughs> So Easter Sunday yung first date namin. Wow. Swerte pala mag-date ng Easter Sunday, Bea. Take note. Next year. Next year. Easter Sunday yung mga date. Swerte yata. Easter Sunday. He didn't tell me pa where. Surprise daw. So so okay. I just was like, okay, just tell me at least what to wear. Kasi para naman appropriate to wherever we're going. So I met him in um, a cafe in Fort. I picked it up with a with my car, and then he's like, "Do you want me to drive?" So I said, like, oh, "Go ahead, since she knows where I'm going." I don't trust her driving. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he Is it drove. Because we're Asians. No, no, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people say things about <laughs> about drivers. Actually, Asian know. women. Not I know. Asian, oh, yes. Asian women. Asian women. I am yeah. an amazing Asian driver. <laughs> Asian woman driver. Asian, Asian woman driver. So anyway, um, I picked yeah. him up in um, Malongo. You know where Malongo is? The coffee shop in BGC? No. 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 But anyway, yeah. it's right beside Shamfort. So okay. I'll pick him up there. It was close to the Airbnb that they were renting in BGC also. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I picked him up and then he drove. Surprise nga, he didn't want me to know where it was. And then sa siyang fort yung date namin. Lapet, lapet. At least. Convenient. And then oh, the other thing I said that um, he, I don't know if he mentioned to you, I was about to start a job in Shamfort. Mm-hmm. So, 
so he was asking me um, what haven't I tried yet in the in the hotel complex mm-hmm. and at the time it was samba that I haven't tried yet and then that's where he took me in samba so we were in samba um, we had dinner there and then after that um, a guy approached us this um, foreigner guy approached us after we ate our dinner and then he was like um, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Golden Circle. It's like a membership program of the Shangri-La yeah. rewards program of the Shangri-La yeah. group. So mm-hmm. he goes, uh, "I'm from the uh, Golden Circle program. Um, we'd like to comp your meal if um, <laughs> you'd uh, be willing to check out our our sweets and give us feedback about it." So, wow. so parang ako naman, oh, swerte naman, nakalibre pa kami ng dinner. Easter Sunday pa. Easter Sunday, <laughs> libre dinner. So, uh-huh. so parang ako, oh, sige, give, why not? So, so he, he, after we checked out, he escorted us to the suites, and then meron pa siyang palibreng wine, ganyan. Mm. And then, so, check out the views. So, he was talking a little bit about the, the suite, the views, whatever. And then, and then, ito na. But he excused himself. And then, so, kaming dalawa lang nandun sa suite. And that's where he, um, that's the vibe started to get weird. And then I was like, um, why am I nervous? This is so weird. Hmm. And then he, he brings out a he, letter from his coat jacket. And then he, he, he said, read this. So I was like, sige. So I opened it, and it was like it was an offer letter. So I was confused. It was like uh, it, the way he wrote it. It's like he was offering me a job, but nah, but because you were given an because I was given because I just um, given an letter yeah I was just uh, I just said yes mm-hmm. to an offer from Shanghai. So he gave me an offer letter, and the way it was written, yeah. He was offering me a job, which confused wow. me because I knew also at that time that he was really looking for um, someone, an office manager for his clinic. So I was like, "Let me offer Take this job instead." But then um, after I read it, but thinking, "Cool," he was already on his knees. And then he took out a, a, a box and then he opened it and it was a ring. And it was like, oh my God. And it I have a few questions. <laughs> One, how did he know what your ring size was? Yeah. He, how did he know? Actually, uh, no, he guessed. It's a the ring. So, wow. Yeah, he guessed. But it's, I didn't, it's not super long. I mean... Mm-hmm. Number two, mm-hmm. planted by yung free room. Yes, check. it was his ah, free shirt. Galing. So why do I iron out <laughs> So yeah, the guy who said uh, he was from the rewards program was a friend of his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, at first, yeah, when I was checking, I was like, "Major shady pa this guy ha? Kasi he had a coat on, but he was wearing yeah. jeans. <laughs> so in my head very Ryan Seacrest AI. Yeah. So I, yeah. I dismissed it 
kasi hindi siya ko baka naman I don't know whatever it's a new but, look uh, yeah. casual Friday yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway yeah uh, planted lang pala yun so hindi siya totoong wow. taga, taga Shang uh, oh completely so yes. I love that wait so Marvin Marvin when did you when did Marvin, you plan this let's wait for him I'm, yeah. I'm so excited eh. I'll go. So when did you? Wait, hold on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. When did it like in your head when you were? When did you know that this is this is it? I'm gonna propose. Well, remember that concept earlier, which is marry now, date later. So I yes. was like, yeah. let's hurry up and get because hey, I already know that she's she's the Special. one. So. Yeah. So I was like, all right, how are we going to be together? This is Quincy. Oh, here. Hi. This is my son, Quincy. He just turned 12 Hi. today. Good morning, Hi. Quincy. Happy birthday. Happy We're birthday. Yeah. They said happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> so he's going to eat breakfast anyway <laughs> yeah. and play with Marco. Um, so with that concept, I was like, well, thinking in the future, well, if that's the case, she lives there. I work in the, in the States. How are we going to be together? Because that was going to be a, an obstacle or a challenge. So yeah. it's like, how can we date? And if you know me, I'm like troubleshooter extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. I was like, we need to fix this. There's no way that we can continue to date virtually. And mm-hmm. Annika even said later on, it was like, I knew that we were probably going to get married, but I didn't think that you were going to propose until maybe a year later. It was like, I have to meet your kids and yada, yada, yada. Those were mm-hmm. all the issues that she had to overcome or at least, you know, figure out. And I was like, I need to hurry up. I need to propose. In my mind, I'm like, these are the things that I have to do in order for for her and I to be together. Okay. And I was like, let's hurry up and get married. So I would say within three weeks of meeting her, I was telling my friend, and I was like, I was traveling. I went to a music festival in in yeah. uh, in France, in the Alps in France, because I'm like free, right? I just do what I want. And I was like talking to strangers over there. And I go to, I meet these girls. And I go, what do you think of this ring? I'm about to go to propose this. <laughs> and I was just showing them diamonds and rings and all of this stuff. So I knew really early, it's mm-hmm. just a matter of how I'm going to approach. Because yes, there is some risk of what if she says no? What if I come to forward? But I guess I was so sure and so determined uh, at that point. And now it's, it was so, just a matter of like, this is amazing. crazy, amazing this to is, me how sure you are right away. Like, yeah, I, mean, I just, I just love the idea. It's like you're sure about the person, but the whole idea of like let's get married and date after because you have your whole of the rest of your life anyways to date. And I have to ask because we've discussed Marvin, like why you proposed. How about you, Annika? What made you say yes? Oh, at first I was like, wait. The The shock was was real. I'm going to say it's not like she said yes and jumped on me and go give me a big hug. That's probably not. uh, What was the reaction? Like, just what were you feeling? Like, I was like, oh my God. about 20 times. Uh, okay. And then I, I pulled him, yeah, I pulled him to the couch. I'm like, let's talk about this. Wait, hold on. Yeah. And then um, he just like reminded me about, you know, we can date our real lives afterwards. And that, and I was like, 
yeah, actually, that is true. And that's how it's supposed to be anyways. You're not supposed to get married and not do anything anymore yeah. and just grow old and be bored with each other, right? Mm. The ideal is get married and and grow together because usually and then I also came from a four-year relationship right? so in my yeah. head it's really not about the length of the relationship to know if your marriage is going to be successful because uh, god I love this story so much <laughs> like I mean I of course it's like a once in a it's not like it happens to everyone I think this is the most important thing when we cover like really amazing love stories I have to like because some people will be like, oh, this is hope. Like, it can happen to me. But the reality is, like, your story shows that there's a lot of, like, I guess, foundation. That, like what you said, you don't have to be bored after. That's, mm-hmm. like, a good one. Even if you don't get a first date proposal. I think not everyone will get a first date. <laughs> I think that's well, safe well, to say. Well, of course, I'm skeptics, I would say. But I'm skeptics. Like, afterwards, yeah. when I would tell people that. Oh, but, and after, yes. after, actually, after that night, I was I was more worried about. So how am I gonna tell people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You what did they say? Were there a lot of people going like, "No, don't do it"? Did a lot of people like warn you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you know. Um, the first, the first people I told was actually Colleen and Gino. I don't know if you know them. So, a friend. They're a friend. That's her best friend. So, one of her best friends. <laughs> they just flew in from a what trip, also. Say? And then in the airport, they were in the airport, and then I just messaged them, guess what? And then they're like, what? And then I just sent them a photo of my ring. Oh, she was flipping. And I'm like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> she knew that I was going to meet them for the first time. But yeah. of course, in her head, I was like, with what? And I never, called, <laughs> I never contacted her. The only person that I contacted for to kind of make arrangements for the proposal was her friend Ben, who was actually at the wedding. Last yeah, week. Oh, that was a friend of mine who asked, oh, who told me to download OKC. <laughs> and he also works at the Shang and told yeah. her about the job. So there were so many coincidences, you know. Crazy. Like I stayed at that hotel exactly one year ahead of. Uh, before my cousins in the Philippines took me to the to the restaurants that she actually was, I, was yeah. working at the, those restaurants as their as their marketing director yeah. or in, in the marketing right. department. I mean, there were so many coincidences that it was. And believe me, I am. I didn't anticipate meeting somebody that would be able to understand because that has a grasp of the language as well as Annika. Like she understands, she, she knows what I'm going to say. Okay. Cause she understands, you know, my context of, or my intent of where, what I'm saying. So I did not anticipate meeting somebody who's, who um, has a grasp of the English language where their where English is their second language. I would thought I would have to meet someone in the States or in England or in Europe yeah. or, you know, things. And so this kind of blew me away that yeah. I could have such a strong connection with somebody uh, like that. And um, it was just. A I'm, I'm so curious um, because Marvin, you mentioned that strong connection. Annika, like, why do you think there was such a strong connection between the two of you? Because like, yeah. It's really more of like we were at the, the same life stage now. I think that's what okay. I, it is. Um, yeah. We were both um, enough of the BS 
already or the pretending or the uh, it's not the fact that i was my age or, or or her age it's not like everybody is going to have these strong connections when they turn 39 or 40. i don't think that's it mm-hmm. um i think we need to get deeper into what matures you okay and i mm-hmm. feel like I was the same age mentally because of age. It's because of experiences that you go through. And my big aha was when like 39, 40 years old, where I was like, I realized that everything I'm doing, I was spinning my wheels. And Mm -hmm. uh, that's when I had a lot of growth. When I was 39 years old, I, I had to reflect and reevaluate why do I do what I do? So I think it's a maturity and an awareness thing. And um, I think you can have it early on in life. You can have it in your 20s, and your 30s. You know, people pride themselves on like growing up. Um, like I mm-hmm. felt like I grew up quickly because my older sister, she's a year older than me. She's developmentally handicapped. And my parents were both physicians. And so they were never home. So I prided myself or I had an ego of like I was taking care of my older sister because my parents didn't and I couldn't. And so I quote grew up, but that kind of stunted my growth in such that I had these false successes. You know, I thought I had the family that everyone wanted, you know, the the wife, the kids, the house, the job, the cars, you know, all of that. But, um, you know, it just wasn't meaning. So it's a growth internal growth not dependent on the age but actually what you experienced like what annika said and that's why i said that's what was very attractive to me is that i didn't have to wait for annika to have growth um and the reality is is she may tell me all all her stories of what this guy did to her or what she did and what she regrets but i love the fact that that defined who she is now and without those experiences or those lulls or downs in her life, I would not have liked her. And I'm, I tell her all the time, it was like, you would not have liked me in my 30s. You would not have liked me in the 20s. You know, you would have thought I was, you know, Mayabang. Uh, you know, she, but, you know, now she loves me and I love her and, and we don't regret or resent anything that happened in the past and we live in the mm-hmm. present and we're just bonded and connected and, and anxious to see what is around the corner. And that's kind of what I guess the underlying um, tone or story is going on is, is that there isn't that magic bullet. Um, you just have to appreciate and enjoy the journey yeah. that you're on. And that's enjoy the journey. And that's why we're your connected. journey was insane. I have to say first day, <laughs> Marvin, we were just talking about it, that not everyone gets the same story, but it's such yeah. an amazing Sorry, like, oh my God, I can't even. I wanted to share it too, because you you guys caught on. It's like, I'm a pretty private person. Uh, But uh, our story is unique. uh, But uh, Mm. the the underlying message should be heard. And I'm glad that you two are are helping us um, share our story. Because it's, I'm not trying to impress anybody or tell people Mm. what to do. But, uh, you know, stories do make a difference in this world. Yeah, I think it's just keeping an open mind because like, I think I've been hearing this a lot with people like, then I don't want to be a 10 year stereotype or I don't want to wait this long. I'm ready or like, you know, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like, when is really the right time to get engaged? Like I have a grandmother, she um, got engaged 
after six months meeting my grandfather. So that was fast in that time because she was with someone for five years. But, you know, nowadays, no one knows the right time. I don't know. But then again, that's a million dollar question because we get we like people tell us a lot when you know, you know. But what exactly is the concrete explanation of when you know, you know, what is it that you know? What is it that you feel? Like, can you give us like a specific? Yeah, I think that's what, what people want. So they, they, want, uh, they want to know the, the, the like tip what, or the quick, or what to look the out signal for. or the sign. Yeah. And for me, Was I'm there? a very, like, an engagement is, or is an event, which is really a symptom of which it should be of someone's love and slash connection. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you are always digging to the, not the root, not the root cause, but the real reason. Okay. It, the other stuff shouldn't matter. It's like, how long is your engagement? And then it's natural for people to try to compare like, Oh, I was with this person for four years and now I'm with this person. It's so easy to find comparisons. And I think people can get hung up on comparisons you know and uh i think if you just kind of look deeper and try to figure out what are those uh, the connection is the key and why do you have that connection so your question is earlier very very good uh, and not to get so caught up on the when is this person going to propose i i think that a lot of people stay together and get married because of it's i think it's a negative is they realize how long they've been together and they don't want to waste whatever little they invested or a lot they invested yeah. in. So they just go around. And I think it's an Annika story. And it's like she was with two long, she was in two long relationships. And I think she valued her time, but just was like, I already paid for it. So I might as well get something out of it. And that has like a settling <laughs> type of uh, mentality. Yeah. mentality yeah. Where, and then, you know, then it goes to what if there is something better and then you just really mess up that you're you're, you're you go into all these circles and it gets very confusing and so people yeah. really are searching for answers and i that's why you're getting a lot of people asking those questions so i would say it's not easy but don't try to make it hard <laughs> Um, is probably what yeah. I would say. Um, you guys need to have a like a, a married couple podcast. I don't know. I would right. listen. I honestly just would listen. <laughs> I'm not married, advice. but I would. There's a lot more stories. <laughs> it's amazing. I want to pick your brains, the both of you, especially Marvin. The things about men, you know, I, I need the ticket oh, and you know. Maybe I, oh. I, I, I. I Women, I'm, I'm like, you You ask me anything, I will tell you, you know, what that means. Like, if a guy what says What do men so really so, look for? <laughs> well, that's the thing. and Because I was that guy, and I'm yeah. a different guy now. And so, and I have all the perspectives, like, my my awareness and and, and understanding of how men think. Okay, now and then, and what they should is is through the roof. Because I can, it's def, it's that definitely you know, women from Venus, men are from Mars thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But once you understand other people's perspectives and realize it's not your fault, okay, yeah. or it's not your problem, okay, is relieving. And once you understand what or how or why men think the way they do you'll start feeling a lot better uh, about yourself. 
and the other way around too. I, like I know what women are are thinking, thinking and doing. And men so, would feel yeah, bad. I love that. So, yeah. Oh wow! Honestly, you guys need to just start like recording your conversations that are <laughs> very enlightening. But what is you talked about? Like a lot of people settle, or they've invested so much time, so they feel like they need to commit. What do you think? If people will get married and really commit, what would be the bedrock of a good relationship? Like, like that lifelong romance and communication for me. Just, just being open and honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's communication is good, but it, it's still difficult, even yeah. between us. Um, yeah, there's still thing. stuff like um, we haven't really uncovered yet. Yeah, you know, so. You know, we're not uh, perfect, uh, but we're striving for perfection. And Do you think there's such a thing as over-communicating? <laughs> hmm. Yes. Um, I yeah, I don't need to tell... I don't need to tell Annika, speak my mind when I'm not fresh, okay? Um, okay. You know, stuff like that. There, it's There's a, a timing issue, but you don't know that until you develop a certain feel, okay? And someone can say something to me, and I can take things from a business standpoint or take it personally. And and that person may not know if they should, if I am going to take it personally. They, in other words, they don't know me, or I don't have the... I don't understand the context of where someone is coming from. There are so many different levels of how to communicate. Um, but the bottom line is, is that, and we read our own vows and I just told her, it was like, in my vow, I said, I'm not going to put you up on a pedestal. I'm not going to do everything to please you, but I'm going to respect you. And I'm going to respect, you know, who you are as an individual. That for me is more important because I personally don't like this, attitude of you know you're my better half or yeah. you're things that you are in turn putting yourself below somebody and mm -hmm. uh, you probably don't believe in what you think or believe in things you're trying to appease them or tell the world that you are appeasing them to get kudos from other people i told you it, internal growth and knowing who you are and what you value like, I respect her more as an individual than my wife, okay? And that's where I'm pretty much giving her permission to have insecurities, to have anxiety and things. That's more important than trying to please each other because, believe me, my awareness is so high. I can please anyone every, anytime. I can tell my patients, I can tell my patients everything that they want to hear and they can leave saying, man, I am the greatest person in the world. I can mm -hmm. do that. I chose not to do that. Okay. I would rather believe in my values and what do I respect and I'm up, up front with them and realize that that is going to be better through and through than for me to try to um, appease what I believe they want. It's, there's so much, so many levels to it, I, I would say. Yeah. So communication is important. Over communicating is also uh, potentially a problem if both of you are not thinking at the same level and have that respect. Right. So. It, it seems like you do, yeah, yeah, very important. So it seems like you do have a great dynamic, but I'm curious to know. I mean, no, no, no relationship is perfect, right? So mm -hmm. what are your fighting styles? 
Fighting styles. Um, I don't know. Um, Annika, have we gotten to any serious fights? What is the closest thing we had um, as to a, a fight? What's the closest thing that we've had to uh, a fight? Discussing the website. <laughs> Discussing the website. Did we have a fight? What did we do there? What, oh yeah, what was it about? <laughs> I love a that they heated discussion. discussion. That's okay. So yeah, which website? <laughs> I have a lot of websites. Oh, to put on the document. Oh man, you have a great memory. I don't remember. Oh, well, okay, so. Annika's background is communications and marketing. Uh, okay. And for me, I have a different kind of marketing style. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm very. Because he's an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. So, so I, I have my a, background is corporate. So the business. I'm more of is a different. direct response, and she's yeah. more of a. Like there's a, a process brand, to it. <laughs> style, you know, what you say. I'm more, you know, tell it like it is so those are yeah. kind of the things and again that's business but you know that can rub off personally you know what i mean because mm -hmm. you could yeah. be take it one step further you know if i say about that then are you saying that you don't like the way i style or dress or wake up or you know there could be certain things i guess you know, she knows that I'm a morning person and I, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and she's more mm -hmm. of a night person. So the question is, is, is that something that we have to be at the same time? And I am more of a, you know, production person, like efficiency, um, being very productive. And Annika is more of of let things kind of play out the way it's excuse me it's supposed to play out so, <laughs> so you know those are certain things that we have to kind of talk about and figure out what what common ground uh have but again the other line thing is, is that we respect that the free will and opinions ah. of the other person uh, well one of the things that is uh, i'm very health oriented um, I'm a dentist, but also I'm a, um, a big picture dentist, like alternative health. Let's card a question. Thing. So when it started coming down to, you know, during the lockdowns there in the Philippines, it was like, do we have to wear a mask? You know, what do we decide for, for Marco? What did we talk to you? What are we talking about with, with face shields? You know, yeah. you know, there's so many things and she has to know what my views are, but she has to understand that my views is I may impress on her because what she does affects Marco. And so yeah. you need to be mindful of other people and to communicate and express without, um, without belittling someone, okay, is very important. And I, I think that I love about Annika is that she understands where my heart and intent is coming from. Because you can definitely spin anything that is heard into something that feels like an attack. And I think one of the problems that people have is is that 
you can spin something as an attack and try to be defensive all the time. And it is very difficult for me to be with somebody that is always trying to defend themselves because for me, that's a waste of time. And that's a big red flag for me is, is that if someone always has feels like they're being attacked, then there is a reason why they always feel like they're being attacked. And it's not necessarily because of how I say something or what I say. Right. So those are issues that I think a lot of people have. But uh, again, I was aware of it. And I think that Annika and I have just started out on the right foot. I think okay. is frozen. Okay. Oh, oh there. Sorry. Right. there, there okay. So, yeah. So, um, th- uh, Annika, you were in a, a few long-term relationships, and Marvin, you were in a you were married before. So, what was your love life before, or maybe what made your relationship now so different to your past ones? Uh, well, for me, before it was, um, I guess, the traditional way of thinking is how I approach my relationships before. Like, you have to put in the time before you move on and get engaged. Mm-hmm. The, the usual, uh, that's why maybe my past relationships were long because in my head, before you can even move forward to getting engaged, you have to be in the relationship for an X number of time. Yeah. So that was how I approached it before. And then that's when I realized after those, I was like, uh, it's not really about the time that you were with somebody to know if it's going to be a, a successful one. Mm-hmm. So that's why with him, I was like, um, yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't know, comparing. Um, what do you think? Comparing is a, is a good idea. Um, I think comparing to what you think is perfect is a good idea. But to compare mm-hmm. it to, to others, because I could say my love for Annika is better than my love for anybody else, but it could still be low. It could. It's not, but it, it could. So mm-hmm. um, I would say the key difference really is, is, is awareness and understanding. Um, yeah, it would, I, I don't know what the opposite of a perfect storm is, but that's what <laughs> Annika and, 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 and I are. Um, we took a chance, um, um, but the underlying thing is, is that we were going to be ourselves. And yeah. I was, believe me, I wouldn't, I mean, there are a lot of things about Annika that I, that I love, but one of the main things that I love about her is that she is herself. Okay. And yes, and she's still trying to become a better self. And then she's come a long way because she's very, um, risk averse (laughs) is the uh, kind way to say it because she's, she's a self-proclaimed stress head. Um, but Mm -hmm. she did take a a risk. I mean, yes, she didn't say yes right away to my proposal, but I don't think she regrets, uh, uh, anything right now. So uh, I think we are two mature individuals that know each other. Especially with what's happening in the world right now, this pandemic. Yeah. Um, Being a stress you always second guess yourself. Yeah. So uh, right now, especially now during this, uh, what the world is going through, 
yeah. enough of second guessing yourself. Like if you think, <laughs> what are you doing? if if you think it feels right, or if it feels right for you, and it feels good for you, then do it. I mean, how else are you gonna be happy if you always second guess yourself? Right. This is like the, the epiphany of the podcast, I have to say. Like, this is pretty much like all our episodes. This is probably what? How many episodes? Almost 50, I right? Think 50 yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, this is our epitome of, I mean, this is the epiphany. But I'm, I'm curious. <sighs> I don't know what your other episodes were about. We had like amazing. (laughs) We've had egg freezing. We've had infidelity. But like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like the two of you have so much self-awareness. And it kind of gives me, I always say this, I have hope. But like, (laughs) just the idea that. For other people or for yourself? (laughs) I would like for myself. For (laughs) For all people too who listen to us. Because it is sad when you hear the stories of people. And I always think like, you know, you may, you know, it it can happen. It's just that level of self-awareness. But I'm curious if there's anything that surprised you about each other. Because you seem to really know each other. Like, you know, if someone's a morning person or evening person, you know, that someone's a stress head. But... Any With little surprises? surprises about the two of you that you were like, oh, you know, especially, especially after you met in person, like vers- yeah. versus your virtual selves, that your, your real well, life I guess selves. I got to l- learn more about him, especially when we started living together. Because during the pandemic, he moved, he kind of moved to the Philippines when um, uh, he closed his practice here in the states moved to the philippines until um we we gave birth uh living with him i learned how independent he was still mm-hmm. like he which i kind of liked nah we were partners but he was still very independent mm. did you want me to be more dependent upon you no, I didn't want were... to, but at yeah, that, that was what expected? I was used to being in relationships before when every single thing you had to do or, you know, with your boyfriend at that time, mm-hmm. that was what I was used to. But when we started living together and I could see that you were, like, like I said, very independent, you had your own thing and and I didn't take issue. Siguro before when Do you I was, think that traditional I was before, maybe before I would have taken issue. But going through what I went through, I was like, maybe that's why I was so stressed. Okay, so one of the things that I learned, and it's it's because I was just removed from it, because here in the states, and Annika, um. Hmm kind of reminding me about this which is in the philippines especially the girl stays home until they're married and then they get married and they move in with their They're husband and then mm-hmm. they start living together and i'm a firm believer in living together right away to know if you want to continue <laughs> and mm-hmm. in the states mm-hmm. you don't have to get married in order to do that so there's a class yeah. between you know filipino tradition and what's happening here in the states like it's not odd for somebody to move in together because i moved in with all of my girlfriends at least a little bit and of course they didn't all uh, work out but i would not have known what i've known unless i would have have done so for, for annika to say that 
the independence um, is is something that she figured out after we moved in. Um, so again, I, I think that moving in with somebody, you get to see, you know, their their quirks and what they really do. And there probably are some other quirks, not just the independence. Um, that's why I asked, just ask her, like, did you want me to depend on you for anything? Or I, I'm an independent person to begin with, but I could be like, oh, when I wake up, I want to have coffee sitting in my, on right next to my things, or I, I expect breakfast, or when I come home from from work, um, I expect you know food to be on the table. Those are things that don't come up when you're dating, okay? But if you're yeah. living with each other, you know those issues could come up, and there's so the issue is is like, do I bring it up because I don't want them to get mad at me, or do I bring it up because it's really important to me? And that's the communication that you don't want to overanalyze it, but it still has to be on display. Right. It still has to be said. So those are certain things that I think that are important uh, when it came to, um, you know, differences in culture and mm -hmm. then uh, figuring out as we go. I think in Philippine culture, women are used to men kind of expecting us to dote on them. I think most women will actually find it, or Filipino women will, will find it actually refreshing that you have an independent man who can handle his own stuff and not like, yeah. hey, can you cook for me? Can you do this? Um, <laughs> I think it's a it's a good thing. So, Annika and Marvin, we are down to our last question. And, you know, Bea and I, our show, it's a show about love. So our last and quite cheesy, but our favorite question is, what is love? Wow. That's a difficult question. Yeah. <laughs> it stumps everyone. Don't worry. Everyone. What is love? This. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a cute So cute, I have it's to like, say. Most of your weights in your cheeks, you're so cute. Love. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, I guess love is... Um, it's love. Oh, la lim, guys. <laughs> so <laughs> the Miss Universe question. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it's really, uh, love is when you are with someone or a situation that makes you a better person. Do you need someone to have love? No, or you to can feel love. love? No, like I said, it could be someone or in a situation that makes you a better you a better so version love of love comes from an individual no but it can be yourself okay or your situation you're in is it love love is a feeling that you you say like a glimpse yeah. of your let's conversations i think <laughs> <laughs> let's discuss <laughs> what's a soulmate oh. <laughs> am i your soulmate <laughs> what is it no, I think uh, love is. I I I interchange the word love and connection a little bit mm -hmm. um, because I Ooh, think baby, that there is a um, definition of 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 connection, uh, and then obviously the result of a connection. So it's a feeling. Um, uh, my definition of love is different than it was five, ten, fifteen years ago. So, to it's very vague. Um, like I love my kids, but I don't love my kids the way that I show my love to Annika. Um, you know, that's different and that's mm -hmm. vague. <laughs> that's like, like, 
I don't kiss you like I kiss Anakin. That's what it means. <laughs> that would be weird. Yes. Um, yeah, but to throw around definitions, it's it's very different. I just think it's very vague. So mm -hmm. my definition, if you're talking about the love thing with Annika, um, my love in Annika is based on the connection. So when our my connection with her, what what I feel toward her, or it gets higher and lower. And I'm not one of those people that thinks it's or hopes that it's always going to be high. I'm one of those people that I think there's balance in this world. There's highs and lows. Like my connection with Annika is not really strong when I'm. I'm an intense individual, so I'm at work, and at the end of the day, I'm super exhausted. I know my yeah. connection with Annika uh, isn't strong, but that's not a problem because it's just because my awareness is not there. But if I were to like come back home and realize that my connection is really low, my love for Annika is really no, just because I was just had a rough day. It's not because of her and it's not because of me. Okay. Yeah. I don't see it as a problem. It's just going to be reestablished once my awareness of us and where I am in, in the moment um, becomes heightened. So yeah. it's not something that you need to feel bad about. I don't think it's just something that is underlying there. And yes, it can't, things are dynamic. Things can change. I don't think we should have this low connection for a long time. I do think that there's some effort, but I think the energy and the feel and the living in the moment is going to bring it back. And so like we reestablish our connection, you know, when we touch each other or we give each other like a long hug. Um, it's not like it's planned. It's not like it's on the schedule. We need a seven second hug at 502 PM <laughs> right when I get home. You know, it's just yeah. exudes and it comes out. Yes. Well, there are people that schedule that stuff like that. Wow. And I think it's pretty, yeah. they're, they're overly organized um, and maybe it can work for them, okay. but that's just not for us. And for us to be aware of what works for us yeah. is important. So. They say some couples that touch each other, like even just like a little um, like graze Great. on the shoulder, it's like are more connected than people who don't touch as much or like they, yeah. Anyways, it's interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, you've heard of the five love languages by Gary Chapman. You guys mm -hmm. have done stuff with, with that. And you know that, that your tank, your, your gas tank of, of love can change uh, through life. So my actual love language now, and we did this actually while dating. Yeah. <laughs> we did our own, you know, we went to the website and you go, okay, yeah. what's yours? And those are the stuff that we talk about. Your love yeah. language can change through time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my love language currently is physical touch. And so, oh, and it's not just her touching me, it's me touching her because like my hands are very sensitive. And so I don't know why, but like when I touch her leg or something like that, and or just touch her, or just hold hands. I just yeah. feel loved, you know. And it's it's just weird because that would never happen before because I'm such a um, a person that doesn't like to be touched, and I I wanted my space. Okay, it was like, yeah. oh, so if I've had one of those close talkers come to me, I'd be like, hello, you know, get out of boundaries. my head. <laughs> yeah, boundaries. <laughs> right. But now it's like, 
things and even when my best friend you know you know he puts his arm around me and it's just like i'm aware and i'm like wow this feels good I, I, that's what i need and that's just something that i'm aware of and something that i learned about myself and it could change but uh, like anna has said but you know we'll see what happens so i think that aspect of understanding who you are and and, and how you um, feel love is important I have to say, Annika and Marvin, like I, said, I was so excited for this conversation. And I don't know, I feel like there's so much more I want to ask you, Marvin. I feel like you are the key to being like, finally understanding the our mind secret. of men. Oh, you are, you are our secret weapon. <laughs> Seriously. Found a gem my here. Friends, my friends know me. Can you be my and dentist then, and my therapist? I know, like, at the oh, same time. Like, oh, I do. My friends, that. they all know me. You know, it's like, so I would meet someone Again, new. This chair is similar to therapist. Yeah. My friend would introduce me to someone, and then within like ten minutes, not that I judge, but I can I can figure out Gosh. what went wrong. And I, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of tears flowing in my dental office because <laughs> people. Wow. Yeah. Let's yeah. discuss more of this backstage. Um, <laughs> yes. Stay right there, guys. So thank you so much, guys, for listening okay. to this conversation with Annika and Marvin. Um, Bea was killing, obviously. Um, yeah, so thank you guys so much, and you're a cutie. I have to say, oh, super check cute. out his legs. They're, they're skinny. I, I, they're, are they skinny? Cute. Oh, look at your pata. You are so cute. Okay. He has folds. He has cankles. <laughs> cankles. It's cute when babies yeah, have cankles, and then you're an adult and you have cankles, and it just gets sad. But. <laughs> Yeah, so thanks again, you guys. You're I'm just welcome. Gonna, um, end thank this you too for having us. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thirsty and 30. What an amazing story, right? My main takeaway here is to be open. We all go about life jaded by love. Maybe it's time to stop being a skeptic and just embrace the possibilities. Maybe it's time to pull a get married now and continue to date later mentality. What do you guys think? Do you agree? Slide into our DMs, we'd love to hear from you. Till then, stay thirsty everybody. Toodles. Thirsty and 30.